to the Living Libido Mocha podcast, and I'm your host, Mocha. Here we will hear everything healthy lifestyle as well as just relatable situations in everyday life. I am a certified personal trainer, a fitness instructor, and I do balance a nine to five. However, my favorite job is just being a mom. I'm Living Libido Mocha on all social media platforms. I even have a YouTube, Living Libido Mocha 678. Follow, like, subscribe so you get updated with my most recent content. I appreciate you all. And remember, it's a good day to be thankful. Hey, y'all. It's your girl, Mocha. Welcome back to the Live and Levita Mocha podcast. And it is October 6th. And, um, the 25th episode. So thank you all for your support, for downloads. Um, I've had people share, um, my, uh, posts about my podcast and I appreciate it. I really do. Um, today is the anniversary of, um, my father's death. So, he died October 6, 2008. And um, today's episode is going to be about James Austin. Now, I think my dad was just phenomenal. Um, stronger than Superman. He was hilarious. And he was very supportive, you know. And not only him, my mother as well. They're veterans. So, that made me strong, you know, that discipline, that lifestyle. But so let's see, when I lost my father, I was 20 years old and I was pregnant. So it was really, really hard. And, um, I had, you know, been sleeping and, you know, then I found that out and I'm like, oh, (laughs) Now things are coming full circle for me. I don't know. I was thinking because my father um, had lung cancer and he had a battle with that. Um, You know, we'll go in remission, but that's ultimately what led to his death. Um, So, you know, and I used like develop a lot of anxiety from that just because you think like, oh, if you go to work today, are you going to get a phone call or you know, you start thinking things in your head, like lead, even leading up to it. Um, but if I could give someone advice, it would be as much as you can enjoy those final moments with them. Just, just be thankful that you have that time. Um, and that's what today's podcast is about. James Austin, let's get into it. So, uh, my father, he had two daughters, <laughs> me, um, my sister Starla is older, um, and in different ways, I would say we carry on his legacy and we're, um, a lot like him and him and my mother were together for a very long time and had, an amazing relationship. 
um, friendship, partnership, everything. Um, you needed to put in front of your kids, you know, after divorce, co-parenting, you know, they did what they knew the assignment and it was great. And, um, living with my father and being with him and being around him, those last, and it's like, it wasn't just that it was like months leading into it. And, um, it was just humbling, humbling to watch him transition. And you know what he said? Cause you know, there'd be like lots of tears between my sister and I, um, I lived a good life. Like, I don't know why y'all are crying. I lived a good life. I love my girls. I'm very proud of you guys. I fought for this country. I've traveled. I've laughed. You know, I lived a good life. Like, let's not make this sad. And it was crazy when I go back to that, him saying that, and just my sister and I, I feel like, you know, it was highly emotional. We were young, too. And that's hard to kind of cope with. And then, um, you know, being pregnant and trying to keep that under wraps is like, you know, it's just very, very hard. But he did not fold, baby. He didn't shed one tear. Um, So, you know, that's really makes it a not, I won't want to say better, but that makes it easier on a family, right? And when everything happened, it was just my sister and I there. Um, moving, but going into that, James, my son, was going to be AJ. Because I'm like, oh, well, then my name will live on. My Austin name will live on because my dad didn't have any sons. And, you know, um... But, and I like the initials, AJ. I'm like, Austin James? That's, that's like dope. But after everything was said and done, and when I looked at James, I said, this boy is going to have my father's name. It worked for my dad. It's got to work for this kid, right? But then I'm like, oh, my God, that's so selfish. So then I gave him his middle name of his grandpa on the other side. So he carries the name of both of his grandparents. And, um, after losing my father, you know, just dealing with the business aspect, we had to get the body back to Ohio and things like that. But what I want to talk about is once everything trying to get back to life, right? And not have a nervous breakdown. Because it's very, very, I don't care if it's a brother, sister, or even my, well, I lost a dog before, and that was, like, devastating. But loss, in general, is very, very hard. And, um, you just, I, there was so many times that I tried to call my dad, and, you know, just because that was what I did, call when I have good days, call when I have bad days, call for advice, and I would call the number and just listen to his voicemail just to hear his voice. 
And um, my son, know he can find where my dad's, he knows where my dad's grave is. And I tell my son all the time about my father and have lots of pictures. And he can even see, he had, we had this picture that we were looking at the other day, actually. And I think my dad was trying to dance. I don't know. He, he wasn't the best dancer. But my son says, his name, he calls him Papa J. What was Papa J doing? He kind of was doing a nay-nay, but I, and I said, that was how your grandfather was. He was a good time, honey. That is how he was. And my son can be goofy just like that, you know, and dance around. I love it. I love it. And it just reminds me of my father. Because, I mean, well, I will say, though, my son is a better dancer than my dad was. <laughs> because, you know, these young kids, they, they watch one video, they got to dance, you know. But, um... And excuse me, it's, um, whew, it's hard talking about it. So I don't think it gets easy at all, you know. And um, I'm thankful I still, my mother's here, you know. And we share just the moments of uh, we had the good times with him and some of the things he um, did. But one thing I would one story I I have to tell um, is I went through like my first like break like high school like breakup and it was just so you know at that moment in, in my mind it was devastating and I was with my dad when everything unfolded and I was telling him and I'm like hysterically crying because I was heartbroken my dad still no emotion he said um you know, Monica, you're sitting here, you're crying, and he's going to move on. He with another girl, so why do you care? Because that is a product of someone who did not ever love you and care about you or respect you. You don't cry for him or cry or mourn that relationship. This is a time that you need to pull yourself together and uplift yourself. And anyone is replaceable. Get another boyfriend. No big deal. And then he shuffles on. And then I keep crying more. And my mom is like, James, like, you can't just be so cutthroat with these girls. Because I was like, ah, I was like crying even more. <laughs> but, um, you know, he's right. Why would you sit there and this person's already moved on and, um, you know, had a baby on you with somebody else. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, that was good advice. Get on up, honey. Get on up. So, um, I just respected how strong he was, you know. And I went to counseling, grief counseling. Um, Maybe I try, well, you know, you say you try to like deal with it and that's like not even thing. It's just managing your feelings and putting everything in perspective for yourself as I can't talk. Um, so I went to grief counseling because I just was like so devastated. And then, and then that's when I realized it's not, that doesn't, that does not go away. That whole 
it's not going to be filled like ever. You know what I mean? And it's, he's not coming back, unfortunately. But he lives, his legacy does live. And um, for the longest, we thought we were having a girl. And then when finally, then JT actually flipped over and properly cooperated. We found out we were having a boy. And I just felt like that was a sign, like God sent me an angel. Because I am broken hearted. I am shattered right now. And um, even going through postpartum, because then in July I had JT and JT was supposed to be born in June. I went to 42 weeks. So, I mean, it's just, I never folded. I never stopped. I never gave myself like grace. I was just like, you got to have this. You got to be healthy for this baby. You got to take care of this baby. I'm still mourning my dad. So postpartum was hard, y'all. It was really, really, I became like a robot. It was the weirdest thing. <laughs> Just numb. Just numb. So, you know, um, I want to say when JT turned 10 weeks, that's when I'm like, okay, I got to try to get like a grief counseling. Because that was like the my brood of my pain is like, man, I miss my dad, you know. So, you know, it's JC's here. He's doing fabulous. And um, I always say, oh, my God, I wish my dad and him could have met. It would have been, I don't know if I could even take that laughter. Two silly, goofy men in a room. I don't know. <laughs> and that dance, it just gets me. But you have to find sunshine in those dark moments, right? My sunshine was my son. You know, getting the love. And that was a different kind of love. That was a di something I had never experienced before, you know. And you have to remember the times that you did have with them. That's why I say it's, it's hard to do because my dad was on hospice. It's hard. But just we were watching a lot of wrestling. We watched so many wrestling TV. It was so bad. But those times with him and... Being with him and living with him just towards the end, it is just priceless to me. It And I'm like so thankful that I got that time. And my dad taught me a lot of things, how to play cards, how to be strong when people expect you to be weak, and how not to make excuses for yourself. And that... Is something that leads me through life through this day, you know. And it was hard to even, for years, I want to say when JT was six, because he was in kindergarten. No, so no, wait, when in kindergarten he was in five, he was five. Yes, I believe he was five in kindergarten. So I, that was the first time, like, okay, Monica, JT is going to school this, you got to work October 6th. You just, because I would avoid it because I was such a mess. So facing that fear for me, whoo, that was hard. And then I remember after work that I had like did like a post tribute to my dad. I didn't do it before or during because I didn't even want anyone to bring it up. And I thought I would like just start break down crying then. So I'm like, you know, I still want to post this picture in my phone, but I'm going to wait till later because, you know, 
You don't want to have a breakdown at work. And the last thing I ever want people to do is feel sorry for me. So that is when I went back and started trying. Because it would be like, I would just sit and mope for that day. And relive the trauma. When instead, I need to pick myself up and start thinking of all that time we had together. All those great moments we had together. All those lessons he taught me and that I can even pass down to my son. And all the things that I appreciated about him. And most of all, be thankful that you did have the time you did when he was here. And when he transitioned, he was still himself. You know, I've seen it in um, the medical field when people transition. It just it looks different. He's still, my dad could be very tough. And he still was tough and that and taking his last breath. He was yelling and cussing people out. Oh my God, he was giving it to the nerve. Why was he doing that? And that's why when people are like, oh, you're so strong, you're so, you know, you've been through so much. I mean, I'm thinking you do not even know James Austin has laid, you know, the, the groundwork down for me. And James Austin has made me who I am. So when we miss those people, we lose, it could be whoever, whoever it is to you. I suggest you just remember the good times. And you take as much time as you need to manage that grieving process. Now, I don't care what anybody else said they did or what helped, you know, what really helped them or This is your journey. And to be completely honest, this is a lifetime journey because that person is not coming back, unfortunately. But that person did leave you some tools. Some things that you can use. Find that sunlight because it's dark. I know it is. And ultimately, do you really think that person will want you to be miserable, depressed, or just so sad, or crying every day? No! If that person really loves you, they will want you to find true happiness. You deserve it. You deserve it. Honor that person. Keep their legacy going. But most of all, be thankful for time. Because time is, that's the highest currency ever. Time is, that is just it. And that's why I encourage you to live for this moment now. Because one day, you or someone else can be taken from this world, right? So when you leave, Are you the exact person you want to be? Live now. 
and make the best of the time you have now with that person. Go hug them. Give them some sugar. Because one day you might wake up and it might be the anniversary of their death and you might feel to make yourself better. You have to make a podcast and share your trauma. Because there's someone out there who's going through the same thing. But I always know my dad always wanted me to be strong. He never he never wanted um anyone to be weak. And I remember my mom said to me one day, Stella's cool. She's gonna be good. But that Monica, yeah, we're gonna have to keep an eye on that one. You know, and um, towards the end of his days, another little, like, joke my sister and I have is dad's, my sister said that dad was like, you know, I'm getting sicker and, you know, someone's got to be the boss. So, Starla, you're the boss. And I'm thinking, that's bull crap. Like, shouldn't there be a vote? How she get nominated? I am a perfectly good candidate to be a boss as well as Starla. So, <laughs> when I do something, my sister's bossing me around this day. She's like, well, dad said I was boss. And you know what I say? That man was sick. <laughs> that man was sick, okay? So, we don't know if he really wanted you to be the boss. I mean, he still might be thinking I could be the boss. We don't know, sister. We don't know. But one thing is for sure. Your loved ones that you've lost, they will want you to be happy. Find that ray of sunshine and you deserve it. And manage the grieving process. It's not just deal with it. Yeah, you you can't just deal with it or you're going to have lots of more post-trauma. So I say manage it. Remember the good times. Face it. Face it. Face the grieving. Take it head on. And this is helping me on a very, very, very highly, highly hard. That's <laughs> so, oh my God, it's so overwhelming. It's so hard. But I know my dad will want me to be happy. So, James Austin, this one was for you, Daddy. I'm living a bit in Mocha, and it's a good day to be thankful, y'all. Love, love, love.